tight schedule this morning, but not too tight when we're uh, offered Yishai Fleischer as a guest. We need words of chizuk during these um, difficult times. Yishai, of course, is international spokesman for the Jewish community of Hebron, broadcaster with the Land of Israel Network, among the many other titles that he has. Yishai Fleischer, an honor to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Good to hear from you, Nachum. How are you? What's going on? Baruch are you guys Hashem. okay out there? Every, everybody's safe in America? <laughs> we doing all right? <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. I thought of you because, I mean, I thought of you more more than just today, because I believe some of the early riots that were going on around your mutual line were literally in the neighborhood that you live. Am I right about that? You know, uh, Nachum, uh, about three years ago, I moved down to Efrat ah. uh, because of my job in, in Hebron, and I needed to get closer, so I moved from the Mount of Olives which was an amazing privilege to live there, and move down to Efrat and work in Hebron. And i got to tell you, all those places have had riots. All those places have had attacks, every single one of them. Uh, Just yesterday at the entrance of Efrat, attacks. Uh, In Hebron, we've had two full-on miracles, two full-on miracles, including an Arab Palestinian jihadi lady with an M16 shooting at uh, uh, soldiers and at hitchhikers and missing everybody, and, and she was taken down. That was yesterday. And uh, certainly in the Mount of Olives, uh, the community there, which is a, a little bit of an island, uh, has been under attack uh, for days and days. Things started to calm down when folks from the community themselves rushed out and started defending uh, their community from attack from attackers, and so that calmed down a little bit, but it just moved to different parts of Yerushalayim, which is uh, what in the news is called Sheikh Jarach, but on the Nachum Siegel show, we know it to be Shimon Atzadik, yeah. uh neighborhood, uh, and Shar Shechem, which the, the Arabs will call the Damascus Gate, uh, and of course, we've had it in other cities. See, there's things that are barely even reported, but people in Israel know. For example, the desert city of Arad, had uh, basically like Bedouins cutting it off. The roads were practically cut off. Uh, they just took over these roads, and we had this uh, we had this onslaught from within. This this uh, uprising, if you want to call it that, or or basically like jihadi type gangs uh, who who were. Um, Let's put it this way. They weren't Zionists. They weren't reading Ruff Cook, and they weren't uh, you know, accepting our ideas. They were accepting the ideas of, uh, of, of radical Islam, and that's what we were facing out there. So this, was, this, this conflict was different than other conflicts. We, we were facing that inside the country, right. and then from without, from Gaza, 3,000-plus rockets fired at us, uh, and the old kind of system where they're firing rockets. This time, the difference was they also were firing uh, with impunity towards Tel Aviv, and also claiming that their whole thing is that they now represent the Palestinian movement and that they are the liberators and protectors of Jerusalem, etc. So you saw really, uh, a, let's call it a Hamasization yeah. of, uh, of the conflict where they took a much more uh, aggressive role in, um, in, in, in the say of what the radical uh, pro-Palestine, pro-Jihad forces were saying. So they're, they're the leaders of that right now. Yishai Fleischer with us live from Israel. Um, no coincidence, I'm sure, as the riots that you just described, Arad, Lud, Akko, Yerushalayim, Efrat, etc., 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 as those riots have been going on in the uh, inner city, so to speak, again, making this a little bit of a different battle, 
than what we've got grown to get used to over the last few uh, operations. Uh, I think it's no coincidence that at the same time, cities like Toronto, New York, L.A., Washington, Seattle, areas of South Florida, when Jews gather or when Jews hold an Israeli flag or when Jews walk the streets and look identifiably Jewish, they are being attacked in these random acts. And I don't think it's a coincidence. I think that the enemy now realizes that there's potential to hurt us from within in Israel. And now, Yishai, I think you would agree that this battle is now on the front lines around the world as the enemy is ready to engage with anybody who seems identifiably Jewish or Zionist and take matters into their own hands. Right. Uh, yeah, the, the battle's gone global, and the bullying has gone global. Uh, and, and you can reach two different uh, conclusions, two different muskanas, two different conclusions about, about what the situation means. It could mean, if let's say you're a Jew in London or in L.A. and you're under attack, you, say, you could say, Israel, you really messed up my identity here. I was living a nice, peaceful life, and everything was good, and you started this balagan, and now it's coming on my head, too. You really messed up my life. That's one conclusion. But that's not the correct conclusion. The correct conclusion is the second one, which is this is not about the so-called West Bank. This is not about rights, and it's not about Sheikh Jarrah, and it's not about, you know, uh, uh, you know well, cops on the Temple Mount, and all the, or, or Itamar Ben-Gvir visiting the Temple Mount. It's not about any of these things. It's an anti-Jewish, anti-Israel attack. Uh, it's an ethnic, uh, religious conflict. And, and, and in, in, in those uh, cities that you mentioned, they're also taking a cue, in my opinion, from the Black Lives Matter movement. Right. They saw that you could riot in the streets, and if you could riot in the streets, and there's not a lot of law out there, so okay, so you can beat up on the Jews. Every, you know, all, all, all bad guys want to beat up on the Jews. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so here's, here's their moment. They sense the weakness. They sense that, you, look, if, 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 now look, I'm speaking as an Israeli, so you know, all the listeners have to forgive me. It's not because I'm partisan in American politics or anything like that, but I'm just telling you how I see it from my side. If, 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 if President Biden is basically embracing Rashida Tlaib and basically, you know, having this, 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 this like, you know, relationship that's very publicized and, and very, you know, friendly, and he says, I'll do everything to help you and all that kind of stuff. So, okay, so, so, so bottom line, the signal is anti-Israelism is cool. And, and, um, and indeed, you know, Israel's doing bad things, and therefore that gives you uh, the right to attack Jews, and that's what's happening. The conclusion has to be Jews have to be strong. We have to stand up for ourselves. We have to defend ourselves. You know, and, and, I, and, I, and a philosophical point that I want to make is that we give over, as citizens, we give over our right of police power, our right of self-defense to the police and to the government. But if the government doesn't do it, uh, that right reverts back to people. People have to defend themselves. Uh, and, of course, we have to find those people that, uh, that stand with us. And, yes, you know, I always recommend considering you know, Israel uh, as home. Uh, and and I and we welcome you, even though we're we're also under fire here. But still, I believe you know, at the end of the day, it's safer here. Um, but but we but we we have to we have to accept that we're in conflict. We have to accept that, and we have to we have to lop off all the false rationales that people give for why the jihad and the forces that are that are associated with them attack us. It's not because we did this or we didn't do this. It's not because we give them here or we didn't give them here. The attacks on the Jewish people in Los Angeles prove that this is an ethnic-religious conflict, uh, and we have to stand up for ourselves. There's nothing else to do.
Yeah, there is no alternative, unfortunately. Or some might say, fortunately. I do want to mention, everybody, we were talking about the rally at the Seven World Trade Center this coming Sunday. We've also been informed that today, Thursday night, today's Thursday, as hard as that is to believe, um, because we had the short week, today is Thursday. And tonight, starting at 5.30 p.m., there'll be a peaceful rally in support of Israel in Times Square, New York City. Again, try to be there. Times Square, 47th Street, 7th Avenue. Again, 47th Street, 7th Avenue tonight, 5.30 Peaceful rally in support of Israel. We'll see how peaceful uh, the yeah, you know you know Nahum, if I can comment on that for a second. Sure. If I can comment on that, um, I've been to a lot of rallies in my life, uh, and, uh, and, and for Israel, and even for a few other things. I want to say something very important. If we're going to go out there to the streets of New York or anywhere else, and we're going to go, Israel's got a right to defend itself. That is a, a ninny sissy, weak type of messaging, okay? That's like, we have a right to defend ourselves. It's like, we have a right to be, we have to be more aggressive out there. We have to say we have a right to crush our enemies. We have, we have to fight them right now. And when we, you go out to those rallies, don't bring, like, smiley kids and wave the flag and make it all, like, sweet and, like, you know, like, like everything is nice as though it's a glorified Israel Day parade. You've got to show vehemence. You've got to show rage. I know it's tough. It's a tough word for Jews. But you've got to show that. And you've got to show, uh, be, be a little, uh, uh, you, know, uh, you know, scary out there. Be strong. Show, show that the Jewish people are strong. I, I, th- I think you know, th- in all fairness, I think the makeup of these rallies over the last 10 days in America have taken on more of the personality that you're describing. That's the only way. And it's not because it's not because uh, it, 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 it's a matter of, of of making it clear to people that we will fight, that we're strong, and that's that's actually a, a form of deterrence. People have to see that we mean business, that we're not just going to take it like sweetly, and, and and you know, and and yes, Israel's you know, it's a nice country, and it's it's got a right to defend itself. That that stuff is not working. Our look at the enemy. And their, their aggressiveness makes them also attractive to the next generation. They see their vehemence. They see their stride, strided uh, approach to things, and they're like, wow, they must be right because they're really angry. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I think that we have to – I know that being – you know, as Jews, it's not always easy for us to muster up those emotions. Uh, but it's, it's important to have a little bit more you know, of, of an aggressive nature uh, when, when, we, when we make those statements. Uh, and and – um, and and the, the you know it reminds me of so many stories of tzaddikim. I I come from the, my my grandfather comes from the town of Ostrowitz in Poland, and there was a famous uh, rebbe there, Yechiel Meir Miostrovca, and he was very very sickly because he fasted for 40 years before the Holocaust. But when he heard that there was going to be a pogrom to the town of Ostrowitz, so he got out of his bed and he really was uh, you know under blankets and in bed he was re- he fasted as I said for 40 years. He got out of his bed, took a knife like a butter knife, and stood in front of his door and he made everybody else stand in front of their door with the butter knife or whatever they had and the pogromchiki pogromchiki which is uh, the russian way of saying folks who make pogroms they saw the jews stand up for themselves and they turned around and left that's the way it has to be we got we have to be tough you know and that's part of jewish history as well if american jewry thought that they had escaped the regular lot of of uh, of Jewish history, you know, it was a nice time, but now it's time to face it. Uh, it's back. Jewish, Jewish history is back, and we've got to meet the challenge. Point well taken. Again, I think a lot of people are in the mentality that you're describing of a point well taken, and I hope people will, in fact, uh, uh, show the uh, uh, the type of attitude that you're uh, that you're describing. You're asking people to uh, to exhibit during these demonstrations. Yishai Fleischer from Israel. Uh, finally, Yishai, a word of chizuk. 
I promised mm. everybody not just that you'd come on and discuss with us the uh, riots in Israel yeah. and the uh, people who are uh, unfortunately being attacked randomly or maybe not so randomly here in America and the rest of the world, but that you'd give us a, a word of chizuk to get through today. What can you tell us? You, you know, Nachum, I'll, I'll tell you what gave me chizuk. Shavuos, I went to my beloved mother's house in Yerushalayim, and I walked the streets of Yerushalayim. I went into the old city. And the square had had a lot of people there, the big square with the with the golden menorah. But then I heard a noise that sounded like some kind of huge soccer game, like a huge noise. And I walked into the Churva synagogue, and I saw there packed wall to wall, hundreds of fathers and sons learning Torah with such a fervor. I was like, wow, that is mamash the the fire of Torah. That was Asia Torah. I heard Asia Torah, but don't get confused. It was at the Churva synagogue, <laughs> and and it was such a there was such a beautiful you know sense of like wow, this is Am Yisrael Chai, and it was a wonderful wonderful Shavuot, wonderful prayer at the Kotel. It was great. The next day it was Isru Chag, and for you guys it was second day for here in Israel is Isru Chag. Kids didn't have school. The kids didn't have school. It's hard to go to work. The kids begged me to take them to the favorite, their favorite place, my favorite place, which is Vadi Kelt or Nachal Prat. Uh, next to Anatot, which is this incredible stream with fish and with, with crabs and with frogs and with ooh, everything else, and just this freshwater stream in the hills of Yerushalayim. We went there, and we swam with the, the – and, of course, this is where Yermiyahu is from, right, the prophet Jeremiah. And it's just like it, you felt such a life, a beating life force of the hills of Jerusalem. And then when we were done with that, I took them to the most incredible pizza place in the world, which is called Pizza Moshe. <laughs> And Kfar Dumim, I can't wait to take you there, Nachum. I don't know if you're eating carbs these days or what, but uh, I want to. I want to take you there when you when you when you come to town. And over from from Kfar Dumim, overlooking Yerushalayim and Maled Dumim and the desert, we had the best pizza imaginable. And then and then to top it all off, they had some creme brulee. And they brought out this, you know, vanilla pudding, and they put some brown sugar on it. And the guy took out a little blowtorch and and caramelized the sugar on top of the vanilla creme brulee pudding. And I said, "Oh my God, this is this is an incredible moment." And I said, "So our enemies shall fall before for us. They'll be caramelized and we'll eat them." Okay, we we and and it's going to be all so sweet. And I, all I'm trying to tell you is, this is the bottom line. The real chizuk is, we're still here. Israel's amazing. It, like, like okay, so they rose up against us and they made a lot of trouble. But like, we're here and, and we're not going anywhere. That's the beauty of it all. They used to come to town and wipe out a town. Here, nobody got wiped out. Yeah, we had some inconveniences. It was a balagan. Okay, but a the the bad guys showed their face, and we are here. We are here, and we feel it. We feel alive. I'm driving the streets right now. I was in Yerushalayim again. It's just like it's alive. The restaurants are open. People are going to live. And when you guys show up. And come here after this long corona, and after Mehron, and after this thing. You're going to come here, you're going to be like, I can't believe the light, and the life, and the Torah, and the, and the sweetness, and the air, and Yerushalayim. You, you can't believe what a gorgeous thing it is. So I, I, that, that's my physic. My physic is, I'm Yisrael Chai. And we're just... <laughs> you, were the right, you were the right person to call for some chizuk. By the way, is that the, is that the same pizza shop your meow used to go to at the end of the day also? Or... <laughs> I, 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 I'll tell you what, it is, it, it is a godly pizza shop, that's for sure. It's, it's French. These are French Jews, and they like, they just, it's not pizza. It's something else that looks like pizza, but it's incredible. <laughs> like, like they have a four-cheese pizza, six-cheese pizza, eight-cheese pizza, and a honey and something cheese, cheese pizza. That's the, the ones the kids like. I had them put, they put egg on it. They put egg, and there's like, 
you like sunny side up egg and you dip pieces of pizza in it. Forget about it. It's something unbelievable. <laughs> and it, it just it gave me such a feeling like like nothing nothing is going to stop us. That it just might slow us down a tad. Well, uh, you, but, you, you're, you're a perfect example of, uh, a living example of the obligation to love life. And Baruch Hashem, you have an extra bonus. You're loving life as you're loving it in Israel, which is pretty amazing. Hashem. Yishai, thank and I love you. my brothers and sisters, it's, and, yeah. and therefore, therefore I want to thank you for, for for this phone call because what a good it is to talk to our to our uh, to all of Am Israel and all the lovers of Israel and to to be together in this time and to hold hands across the Atlantic. Yishai, looking forward to reunite uh, in 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 Israel. Please God, very soon. Thank you so much. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Nachum. Keep up the great work. Yishai Fleischer. Wow, <laughs> he leaves you speechless. With those words of Chizuk, unbelievable.